Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's five questions-ish in about nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's get to it. First question, who are you and what do you do? Hey, my name's uh, Sam Crowther, and I am the founder of a cybersecurity company called Casada. I'm already going to ask you a first question. Where does the word Casada come from? Well, it actually means marriage in Turkish. And something that I feel pretty strongly about personally and a, a bunch of our founding team do is the idea of building solutions that are both really bloody simple to use, but are also very damn effective at what they do. So we see it as the marriage of security and usability. That's, I'm glad I asked that question. That's an awesome, <laughs> awesome story right there. Question number two, what's the best thing about being a cyber professional? My favorite thing is you get to solve very impactful problems and you get to have a, a very large reach if you're solving the right problems, which you know, ultimately actually impact a lot of people around the world. And they're generally pretty interesting problems as well. Do you have any problems that stand out that you really like to, to effectively make change to? Well, I think anything which is going to impact someone's life is kind of the way I like to, to look at it. You know, all the, all the roles I've had, I've generally been working, you know, on consumer facing applications and trying to make sure they're as secure as, you know, they possibly can be so that, you know, people like you and me and, you know, our parents and grandparents are the ones who never have to have issues because we do our jobs. Splendid. Question number three, I hear from other leaders in the industry that cybersecurity is a top concern, but, but what does that mean? Well, I think the fact that it's a top concern is pretty awesome because where it stands from generally is, you know, an idea of uplifting the protections that, again, ultimately impact people like you and me and, and organizations around the world that, that hold our data. Uh, so, yeah, for me, that means that we're caring about the right things and we're actually incentivized to solve those problems. Why does Casada, your company, um, why did they get into the cybersecurity space? Well, I came out of some, some red teaming roles where I kept just seeing the same issues pop up over and over again without a very effective way to solve them. And I was around you know, securing online applications. So I figured, hey, you know, here's a good opportunity for us to play our part in the broader security ecosystem and, and build something which is going to help you know, customers around the world out. Okay. That's a fair, a fair response. Question number four, here's the meaty, the meaty question for you. What insight do you want to share with, with other experts? Well, I think something that I've definitely had reinforced all throughout my career is it's so, so important to remember that we're up against people who are generally trying to put bread on the table. And we really need to put as much effort as we can into understanding why they may be going after us and what motivates them to go after us as well. Because if we don't understand the, the psyche of you know, the people on the other side of the keyboard, so to speak, we're never gonna win the battle. How would you recommend educating and moving past the technology? At that point, we have to move past the technology to do that. Uh, what recommendations would you give? Well, I think trying to put yourself in, in the shoes of someone you know, who may be coming up against you. And that could be in the form of 
you know, bringing on someone or, you know, working closer with people who sit on the red team, so to speak. Uh, and even just teaching yourself, you know, the way that people may think about some of these problems, I think is really important. I think like, ultimately, actually, it just comes down to empathy, right? It's like, how can, how much can you empathize with their situation and put yourself like quite literally into their shoes and go, right, well, if I was them, why would I be doing this? And then how would I go about it? Do you think that is the same for, you know, state of like the state hackers, the state bad actors, do you think that's the same thing or do they have a different psyche, a different motivation? Well, I think the person calling the shots will ultimately, you know, have like, they will have some sort of emotional uh, motivation. And then, you know, again, I really think it comes down to like, why may someone be up to you? If it's a nation state, it's going to be much more difficult, but understanding why they, you know, maybe coming after you and what they're after could, you know, help, you know, let you focus your efforts, so to speak, right? So instead of trying to secure everything under the sun, go, right, well, we understand that this is our most valuable thing and this is most likely what someone's after. So let's invest our time and resources there. Perfect. Last side question. This has been great. I love the dialogue. Uh, Last side question before we get to our fifth and final question is once you understand the psyche, what can you do or what do you think is the most important piece of securing that next phase using technology, uh, what, what is it? What do you think it is? Well, I think once you understand, you know, the mindset they're in, then you can sort of try and pull it apart, right? So if you if you work out, okay, well, they're motivated by a quick buck. All right. What are some very simple switches on the defender's end where you can, you know, destroy that economic equation, right? Like where can you make things take just a little bit more time or just a little bit more effort than they do currently, which all of a sudden means the quick buck goes out the window. Perfect. Love it. Question number five-ish. I told you we'd be into more than that questions. What's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? Mate, look, that's a bit of a bit of a hard one. Uh, it's probably honestly one of the, the first modems that I ever had growing up and the beautiful noise it used to make. That's, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> is it. Is it because the noise made you think about how long it was going to take you to get on the internet or that you were about to get to the internet. It was a bit of, it was a bit of both, especially when I was downloading some of those early games off cnet.com definitely reminded me how long it was going to take to get to the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I love it. Well, you did it more than five questions in less than nine minutes. Is epic having you on? Make sure you check everybody out on the episodes that we have already posted at the cyber pro podcast. My name is Rick. Stay awesome, my friends. And again, thank you.